Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Thursday, September 2nd. Today on the show, the Titans practice squad starts to fill up. We've got your golden nuggets from the guys over at Club and Country. I will give you the most important thing I'm paying attention to in the Vols home opener, but we start by setting the stage for the Josh Heupel era to begin with Josh Ward of WNML in Knoxville. The 440 is built for you every single morning for free by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned, custom home and remodeling firm, If you're making a huge decision about your house, you need all of the information, all the pricing, the budget, the timeline, what is going to get done. You need all of that laid out in front of you first before you make a big decision. This is why you call the Kingston Group, because they will give you all of that information before you make the big decision. Go to the website, buildkg.com, and look at their work. Tell me it's not awesome. Give them a call, and make sure you remember the name, the Kingston Group, before you make any big decisions about your house, all right? So let me just say one thing before we get started with today's show. And I know we covered the Titans, Nashville SC, the Preds, maybe even a little Grizzlies and some basketball from time to time. We'll cover everything here in Nashville and in the state of Tennessee on this show. But you guys know that college football is my baby, that it's the greatest sport in the history of the world, and it is starting this evening. Yes, the Tennessee Vols get their Josh Heupel era started, and we'll talk with Josh Ward in just a second about it. But you also have Ohio State, number four in the country, at Minnesota. You've got Arizona State, top 25 with a superstar quarterback. You've got Utah ranked in the top 25 at home. You've got Coastal Carolina, the darling of 2020, in action tonight. You've got Rutgers hosting Temple. That's right, that's an actual football game that's worth watching. NC State hosting South Florida. Appalachian State hosting East Carolina. There is college football to be watched and to be enjoyed tonight. That's all I wanted to say because it just makes me so happy that college football is here. Now, on to the volunteers. I will give you my exact thoughts and predictions on the Tennessee Volunteers season opener against Bowling Green coming up in just a minute. However, we bring in Josh Ward from WNML to tell us what he is looking for, both on defense and offense against Bowling Green on Thursday night, but also how excited is this fan base? Have they bought in to Josh Heupel and this new program? I think we're closer to that now. It has been a slower buildup to the start of the season because of everything that Tennessee has gone through and everything that's been documented Uh, to this point. That means the results on the field, the NCAA situation, the just skepticism, if that's the right description, or at least the the delay to buy in to another new era. But we're also talking about Tennessee football. So now that the season is here, a quarterback has been named. There is anticipation for the offense being improved, which is the number one response I get from Tennessee fans. Hey, I want to see what the quarterback can do. I want to see how much better the offense can be. That's often brought up before we talk about the record. I think that is what has fans buying in now. It's Tennessee football. They're always going to hop on board. And if they can get better offensive play, they'll be excited. So what in your mind would qualify as that against an overmatched opponent that you're favored by 35 points against? I think being able to move the football and put touchdowns on the board with relative ease against a Bowling Green team that no fan is talking about Tennessee being upset by. I know there's the Georgia State conversation, and I understand why that's brought up from just a couple of years ago where that was a game you didn't think Tennessee would be upset in and then look at what happened. But nobody's talking about Tennessee losing this game. So if Joe Milton can look good and you can come out of the game saying, 
hey, I like the potential of the big, talented quarterback and the receivers who have some speed. And they were able to maybe see some plays from Jabari Small and and or Tyon Evans at running back. I think that would have fans excited to where in the third or fourth quarter, you know the result, and you can start to talk about how many guys got to play. That's what fans want to see. And then in week two, you can get to, okay, what do we need to do to win the game against Pitt and have that more of a weekly conversation? I think fans want to be able to cruise through week one and at least have something to be excited about after buying in before the season opener. I think on defense against an overmatched opponent, you want to see physicality and you want to see discipline being in the right place. I've asked you what your concern is with this team in the past, and you've said the pass rush. Uh, Is that what you're most looking for on Thursday night defensively from this team is what that front seven looks like physically? Is that, or, or, or are you looking for something else? Yeah. Can Tennessee be disruptive? Can Tennessee dominate up front? I think that's a fair expectation considering some of the veteran players up front, like Matthew Butler said, Hey, wait to see what we can do. I can't wait to show everybody how much we have improved. Thanks to Rodney Garner as the defensive line coach. So you have some veterans coming back on the defensive line You have players with potential like Tyler Barron and Byron Young, who's a newcomer, to help with the pass rush on the edge. Can they go make plays? Because if they can't against Bowling Green, the expectation will not be that they can against Florida and Georgia or even Pitt next week maybe uh, or some of the other teams that you need to beat to have a good record at the end of the season. So, yeah, can can you look like the obviously more athletic team on defense against Bowling Green that's a fair expectation from Tennessee fans. How excited are we that football's back, Josh? It's difficult to describe. Um, <laughs> you and I have had a radio conversation. Is is it a pantsless Thursday? Just starting yeah. out the week, yeah. we have big games. So, you know, our focus is the Tennessee Bowling Green game in this conversation. But when you look at the slate of college football over the next four to five days, it's terrific. We, we, we have some great non-conference and conference matchups. Let's see what happens in the Big Ten to open things up. So uh, I can't describe, but I have thought about this and I, and I mean it, I think back to a year ago, September arriving and being legitimately sad because of real world stuff that was going on, but why we could not watch college football at the time we didn't have it. And this is a great time, the favorite time of the year for so many people. And it was taken away 12 months ago. You get it this weekend and we get all of it. So appreciate it. Yeah. No question about that. Josh, always a pleasure, my man. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. You got it. Thanks, Braden. I will give you my final pick against the spread for the Tennessee Volunteers opener against Bowling Green a little bit later on in the show. But let me tell you what I am looking for and what I care the most about. I want to see efficiency out of the offense. Yes, the outcome should be a foregone conclusion, and yes, they should score points. I want to see 60, 65, 70% completion percentage. I want to see an accurate and confident Joe Milton. I want to see some of those playmakers in space getting the ball in their hands and doing things. And I want to see over seven yards per play on offense. It's about efficiency for me. I don't expect Bowling Green to stop this team, but how efficient are you with each snap? That's what I care about. I want to see high completion percentage from the quarterback, and I want to see chunk plays from the offense over seven yards per snap for this team. That's what I'm looking for for offense. Defensively, I'm not really sure what we're going to learn about this team. If they give up a bunch of points and yards, then we've got major issues, but by and large, this defense should be able to handle Bowling Green. The Falcons are not very good. Again, I'll give you my pick against the spread coming up in just a few minutes. But what I'm paying the most attention to on Thursday evening, aside from enjoying myself and watching a college football game and just being happy that football is back, it's about the efficiency on the offense. I want to see efficiency. Show me efficiency. Mike Vrabel was back at St. Thomas Sports Park in the facility after 10 days of quarantining, and he sure seemed happy about it. And the Tennessee Titans were very active on Wednesday, not wasting any time 
settling on their practice squad. First and foremost, they could be getting some players back from COVID. They could also be putting some players on IR, so keep an eye on that. Matt Barkley was waived and then signed to the practice squad, one of 13 names. The Titans also went out and got Corey Levine, the player, of course, an interior offensive lineman that was on this team last year. There's a lot of people that don't understand why he was cut last year, and now he's back, and that that is an added piece of depth to the interior offensive line that, that desperately needs it. The other 12 names on the practice squad signed on Wednesday are wide receivers Mason Kinsey and Des Fitzpatrick, defensive lineman Woodrow Hamilton, offensive lineman Derwin Gray and Christian DeLaro, fullback Tony Carter, safety Jamal Carter, defensive back Breon Bodie Calhoun, linebacker Jan Johnson, defensive lineman Naquan Jones, offensive lineman Jordan Roos, and of course tight end Miller Forrestal. They have three more spots to go and plenty of players on the COVID-19 list who still have yet to come off the list and will create situations where they have to cut players. So still a lot of churn left to go and track on the bottom of this Titans roster. It's time for some golden nuggets, of course, from the guys, Tim Sullivan and Wes Bowling over at the Club and Country podcast out every single Tuesday covering Nashville SC soccer, trying to make people in Nashville just a little bit smarter, a little bit better soccer fans. And this week, of course, the guys address the first road win of the entire season for the boys in gold. And it was Nashville's first true road win in 293 days, going back to decision day against Orlando. With nine of the teams remaining 13, though, Tim, happening away from their friendly confines at Nissan Stadium, did the setup and performance against Atlanta, in your opinion, provide that template for success away from home? I think after the game, Gary Smith was, was really clear that the way that this team set up on the day was to succeed on the day. And it might not necessarily apply to teams that are, you know, within not within six games of having fired Gabriel Heinze, Mm -hmm. but more than does this specific setup suddenly have some magic pill on the road. It's further confirmation that Smith is able to tinker the specifics within larger frameworks to find the best matchups. We've seen it when Nashville was predominantly a back four team. and, And now we see it that they're predominantly a back three back five team is that there are, you know, significant tweaks and, and some minor tweaks that really allow them to find the best matchups available. Special thanks to Wes and Tim, of course. Again, club and country podcast out every single Tuesday. I know it's football season, but the soccer team's pretty damn good. And if you want to keep up to date on that, all you got to do, subscribe to the club and country podcast out every single Tuesday. Go rate, review, and subscribe. The Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. Remember the name, The Kingston Group. When you're doing work on your home or you want to build a new home or you want to add an addition, if you're going to make a huge decision about your house that costs a whole lot of money, you need to have all of the information. And this is why The Kingston Group is the name to remember because they will give you all of the information on the front end so that you can make the best decision for your home and your family. BuildKG.com is the website and the name is The Kingston Group. Every Thursday and Friday on the show during football season, I will try to give you guys a couple of picks and bets that I will be placing over the course of the weekend. And heading into Thursday evening, the game I'm looking at is going to be NC State hosting South Florida. NC State is an 18-point favorite. You can get it at 19 if you want South Florida. I want NC State, so I'm shopping around to get the 18 points. Wolfpack minus 18 against a bad South Florida team. And if I'm betting on Tennessee... Sorry, I would take the backdoor cover for Bowling Green, 35 and a half. That hook is awfully scary. Either way you go, it's going to be a fantastic day of football to get things started on Thursday evening. So enjoy the Tennessee Volunteers. Enjoy the rest of college football. You got a big one in the Big Ten. You got a couple of ranked teams in the Pac-12 in action. So there's a lot of great stuff to consume this evening, including, of course, a nice cocktail. So kick your heels up, watch some football. We'll talk to you again on Friday morning. My name is Braden Golf. Thank you so much for listening. Please share the product, rate, review, and subscribe. This has been the 440 for Thursday, September 2nd.
440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.